Hey, welcome to another episode of Grandma's Basement. I am Mr. Tyrone. We're joined with, by Jordan Mass. Today we're uh, joined by Mackenzie Mullet, a uh, fellow uh, smoker and uh, grill enthusiast. Uh, hi, Mac. How are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Great. Great. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, smoking on the on the green egg. So, um, Mac, tell me about the first time that you had food on the on the green egg and why you're so passionate about it. Mm, I don't know the first time. Um, this was a while ago, probably when my dad made it. I don't know. I have no idea what the first thing I had with it, but just we always had good meat, so I'm sure that had something to do with it. All right, and so um, your dad had one before, and now you're going into uh, you, you guys. You purchased your own. What was like the first thing that you tried to make yourself? Uh, I think the first thing I tried was wings. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing trying to just have not great charcoal and couldn't get it hot enough and finally but they still like with that thing it's so easy to use eventually it still tasted really really good you need, you get a lot more of the you don't realize all the the smoke flavors and the, the charcoal flavors you get until you have it on a gas grill i feel like there's a pretty big difference so kind of explain the difference between what we're talking about um with between like the green egg or komodo joe style um girls or smokers and then kind of the other things that we traditionally grew up with so i think with uh that type of grill it just i mean it, it has like the dome so it just captures the heat and it keeps the heat it's a lot more efficient and if you just do it on the propane i think you lose a lot of your efficiency and it's also you're, you're missing the, the the wood the wood flavor i mean i don't know if you've ever grilled anything on uh just like out on fireplace like out in the woods over that wood that that's the best way to make meats just you can't always go out and uh build a fire and and do all that stuff if it's raining or snowing so i think it brings it into so then you get the the charcoal and that's where you get your charcoal and i think that's where it brings out more of that flavor then the i think the komodo and the the green egg style just keeps the heat in so you can cook it like an oven but then you get the flavor of the uh the charcoal so uh, talk to me about the, the charcoal that we're talking. I mean, there's different types of uh, charcoal. When, when you traditionally think of charcoal, you think of like the briquettes. Kind of talk about what, what the difference is between that and what we use. Um, I think the briquettes have more, I don't know if they have chemicals or the, the wood lumps is what I use and the, the, just the straight lump charcoal. It's, it's more closer, just straight up wood. That's just charcoal. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what you're trying to use. And then if you want more flavor, then I throw in a couple apple chips or something like that. So go through the process of uh, starting up your grill. Um, how do you do it? Or I guess your smoker, how do you, how do you go about your process? So it's pretty easy for me. I just make sure I have enough charcoal, good charcoal, big pieces, so I can get it hot enough. I just use my loof lighter, shove it in there and uh, gets it hot pretty, pretty quick. It takes me about 10 minutes to get it hot. So it's not, not difficult at all. So describe a loof lighter as, so that everybody knows what you're talking about. Basically a um, hair blower that just gets really hot and starts the, the charcoals, gets them super hot, and so it starts the fire and it spreads it through the charcoal. Basically a, 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 a hair blower. So hair um, if you have never used a loof lighter, they're life-changing. I used to... 
Um, <laughs> I used to use um, oil on uh, paper towels or these little um, cubes you can buy uh, to get your grill hot, and it was a disaster. So then I started stealing my wife Julie's uh, hair <laughs> hair dryer, and now you know obviously her hair dryer smelled like smoke. So it was a disaster. Don't go down that right. Make sure that you get a loof letter. If you don't do that, it wastes so much time. But then, okay, so, so you get it hot, and then uh, what's the process that you try to go to? Uh, what degree you typically um, try to cook at? So it depends what I'm cooking. Um, usually, you know, if I'm smoking, I'm going to do it like 225, 250, but I try and go a little bit lower, depending if I have time. I like to do it at night, so I put it on before I go to bed, so that way I'm always in no rush to get it off. I can take as long as I want, because the lower – the slower the slower you cook it the better um so i try and smoke around 225 if i'm just cooking regular stuff usually i'm like 350 400 and then if i want to sear it i'll get it basically just as hot as i can and then uh if i want to make pizza i'll try and get around six seven hundred degrees and and get that nice brick oven crust nice and crispy so yeah those are basically the temperatures all right, so take me through some of the meats that you typically uh, make here. So because of my situation working with veal and lamb, I have uh, quite a bit of veal is what I use a lot of, which is a different, a different meat. If you've never made it, it's, you got to cook it a little bit. Uh, you got to cook it a little bit longer. Sorry about that. And, uh, Go ahead. I cook it more to like a... 155 temperature um 145 to 155 because i think that the meat is uh sorry 145 to 155 because i think the meat's a little bit spongy okay if you cook it to that medium rare like 130 when i'm cooking my like a beef i'm around 130 um so I think that's a little bit of the difference that with veal, I, and that's what I grew up on. And so that's what I make a lot of. So uh, Ty, I don't know about your experiences growing up. Did your father had a, have a, a grill or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, well, I grew up on a veal farm, so we had a ample <laughs> supply of veal and we had a grill. Obviously you guys are the two outliers that uh, of anybody in the world, but um so Ty, did you get, did your family use like propane or did you guys have like a, a Weber or what did you guys typically use? Uh, we had a propane grill out on our back porch that was covered so we could pretty much grill anytime we wanted to because it was fairly protected from the winter winds of Ohio. And, and so when your family was growing up, uh, I know in, in my family was growing up, my dad thought he was a grill master or whatever too, but now going through and uh, smoking and using your green egg, it just, it seems like they were in the stone ages. Uh, kind of like, I remember all the time that we would have like this chicken that was like chalk essentially, or um, beef that was so over that, you know, we didn't have a chance. So just talk about like the differences between, like, obviously we had, uh, Mac made an amazing meal the other last couple uh, times that we've been over at his place. Just talk about the difference in, in how you regulate your temperatures and, and what the difference between uh, cooking how we used to, to kind of what we're doing now. So, yeah, like I, I never liked any 
any blood in my meat. Like I always thought it looked bad. So you never really try it. So, you know, you go to a restaurant, you get it medium well, just make so it's just a little bit of pink meat, but a little bit of juice. Now looking back at it, it's like, yeah, you can cook it well, or you can just go cut up your shoe and dip it in barbecue sauce. <laughs> it's about the same thing. So like, I basically, other than feel like if I'm cooking beef, it's going to be either medium rare or it's going to be like a chuck roast or, or a brisket or, or something like that. So it's either going to be 200. So playing around in that middle range of 150 to 180, you're just basically you're wasting your time grilling and the meat is just not great. So I, I, I usually I try to do either, basically either medium rare or, or 200 degrees. It all depends. And then with, with the different cuts, how so I, you know, you, you go with the leg or the, like the top round, the bottom round, the eye round, those rounds. I like to just slice it real thin and go with it. I think Jordan, I made you that top round. That was, I just oh, slice it real thin awesome. and then it's not so tough. So you use your tougher and you get the, the medium rare. So it's less tough. It's more juicy. And then you slice it real thin so that it's not so tough. You just basically eat it with your hands. It's really good. All right. So let's say I'm cooking a huge, um, I don't know, pork butt or whatever. And I've just had my, you know, six, seven, eight hour pork butt um, smoke. Now, what's the process that you typically do after your um, pork butt's done? Or let's say another roast type um, of, of meat. What, what's your, your process after you, you check your temperature, it's where you want it. What do you do after that? So usually I'll pull it off and then I'll stick it in a, a little ice chest I bought at a garage sale for a dollar. <laughs> stick it in there for... I mean, I've had it in there for six hours before, and then I just let it sit in there, and it soaks up all the juices, it rests, and then I'll pull it all apart and let it just sit in the juices as long as I can. I mean, I'm a huge fan of fat on my meat, so the longer it sits in that fat, the more flavor it gets, and I just, that's what I try and do is just leave it in there, and then, I mean, if you come to my house and eat meat, you've had meat out of the cooler, so. Oh, for sure. And the difference between, like, how you grew up, like, you always thought that fat was gross, and now it's the totally opposite. That's where all your flavor is. That's where all the, like, it's kind of like what you're paying for essentially um, and, and all your taste. Uh, Ty, do you have any experience grilling? Just, I don't own a grill now due to my uh, <laughs> confined space that I live in. But uh, like growing up, that's all we, I mean, we grilled mainly hamburgers. We didn't get too crazy. So um, eating at uh, Mackenzie's house and also, you know, doing some of my own stuff, it's kind of changed the way that we've, we looked at different restaurants. Like, um, can I go into that a little bit, Mac? Yeah. So anybody who's starting out with grilling, like I always want, I love barbecue food and I always loved going to like a good Southern barbecue, get your brisket and all that stuff. Now it's like, uh, it's really not that hard to do. And I get like, there's a difference I'm doing one pork butt and they've got to do you know a hundred so it's a lot easier to watch your one pork butt on your one grill but like anything that you eat there just with a little bit of research on the internet you can figure it out and your meat is just as good basically you just yeah, do a little research a lot of times my only rub i put is salt and pepper and you just it's really it's really good <laughs> It all it all comes down to the temperatures you cook it and just keeping it moist the whole time. Um, so let's let's talk about your rubs. I know you said you use salt and pepper a lot. Um, is there any other rubs that you typically go go with? Um, 
there's one I think like with uh, paprika, brown sugar, salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, um, a little bit of mustard in there. I use that one quite a bit for my pork. Um, and then there's some other rubs that I use that I get from uh, some books or the internet that I have. I used uh, the last one I made on the, the top round was fennel. Fennel on the lamb top round. That was, man, that was really good too. I I enjoy like branching out into some different, uh, like just trying new stuff as well. So that was something that I enjoyed. That's one thing that's really fun is to mess around with different spices or different regions. Um, I've already made um, like gojijang, uh, spiced Korean uh, pork butt, uh, stuff like that. Just messing around with different regions um, and, and seeing how they taste and just throwing a bunch of stuff together. Now I've had some hits um, and they've been really good, but then I've also had the infamous um, white grape juice wings. Uh, <laughs> you can, can you, Matt, can you take me through the process of eating those white grape juice wings? That was something that was awesome in my head, but for some reason uh, was the biggest flop of known history. You know, it was unlike anything I've ever had, you know. <laughs> It was one of the most interesting experiences, especially since I don't think I realized it was going to be great until I've been into it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it tasted like I had my beautiful wing. It was nice and smoked. It was great. And I just took a, a thing of uh, like the, the grape juice and just dumped it in there. And before like all the juice from the grape juice dripped off, I quick stuck it in my mouth and <laughs> beat my chicken with it. It was an experience unlike any other. You bit into your chicken wing and tasted grape Kool-Aid as it went down your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So that one was crossed off the list never again. Like typically you can use different types of juices to add moisture when you're marinating. Do not use white grape juice. It is definitely overpowering. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, it was terrible. Um, so when you're talking about putting on your rub, talk about the process of uh, putting the rub on. What do you use to be as your binder? As far as uh, to make it stick? Yeah. Yeah, so you can use mustard or I use just olive juice a lot just to make, just cover the, the meat in olive juice, olive oil. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> olive oil, cover it in olive oil, and then that, that'll help all the stuff stick. And then it also gives it a fat, a little bit more fat that increases the flavor, I think, too. So. And what's really neat is like if you have, let's say you are, um, you're going to make something that you've never made before. There's so many resources online with like Reddit or YouTube or just looking it up and there's like uh, message boards where you can go through and they can talk you through any having. So. Oh, hi Maya. It's oh. <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> she got some new unicorn uh, pajamas tonight. Oh, oh fancy. Nice. <laughs> It's, I think I see a butterfly on that shirt. Yeah. Bet. That's that's pretty. And unicorn. Oh wow. <laughs> so, what's your favorite thing to make on a green egg? Is it pizza? Is it like uh, one of your rounds? Uh, brisket? What do you? What's your favorite thing to make? Oh man, the pizza. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. I like everything. I like. I, I love doing those those roasts, slicing real thin. That's that, I thoroughly enjoy that. The pizza is fantastic, um, and then there's like steak. So they're all like. I don't think I'd want to just have one of them. That's the beauty of it. Like there's, it's so diverse. You can do it real low and 
real low and slow, or you can do it 800 degrees and sear the steak and sear the, do the uh, pizza as well. That's what makes me very happy. Have you ever right, done so anything like, go ahead. What? Uh, have you ever done like anything like super strange on it? Like that'd be a, to us? Uh, I did a tail. That was a cow, calf's tail. Yeah, it's probably about as strange as I got. It was, was it was really good. If you wouldn't have known it was a tail, it'd probably been even better. I did like a Caribbean rub on it, Caribbean jerk. Um, but I think that it falls into the you know I had to cook it to two hundred degrees and it just falls off. It's really fatty, um, but it's it was it's really good. So, um, what would be your advice to uh, people who are thinking about getting into smoking or grilling? Uh, what would you do? I mean, you, it's not hard. Um, just go get one. It's uh, make sure you get good lump charcoal. Don't then dent the, the bag. Don't be cheap and dump all the crumbs in there and make sure you get no airflow. So just you know, make sure it's good lump, big lump charcoal. And use the internet. It's not difficult. And get a meat thermometer. That is the most important thing. Yes. A meat thermometer and don't like, okay, you might go to the to Lowe's and see that there's an acorn for $200 or $300. Do not purchase that. You have to go with a green egg or you have to go with Komodo Joe. If you're going to be spending all this time grilling and making fabulous meat, you can't go cheap on the thing that you're making it out of. Make sure that it has a porcelain inside that, you know, keeps all the heat in. It's like Komodo style. It keeps all the heat in like you were saying. And the great thing about those too is they have a lifetime warranty. Correct. Yeah. So, like, I'll have it for the next 40 years, hopefully. Ty, do you have any other questions? I do not. All right, let's go to the grab bag. You mean the cookie jar? I mean the cookie jar. <laughs> uh, you want me to go first or you want to go first? Go ahead, man. All right. What is your favorite band or singer? Uh, it's got to be Florence and the Machine. Why? She has a real, she has a really good voice. It's good rhythm, it's good beat. It's just different music. I, I really really like it. Okay, go ahead. Oh, and my second one is we talked about this the other night. But uh, what was your uh, nickname growing up? Mm, I had a lot. Obviously, Mac was one of them. Which is the one you're known for the most? I don't know. Maybe. In low hoops, it was always the legend. <laughs> there, there was there was a lot of them. There was a lot of anything from legend, Sparky, Pimp. Well, I never got my P status, so PIM is all I ever got. <laughs> so uh, there's there's quite a few of them. Um, uh, if you had to meet uh, eat a certain type of meat every day for the rest of your life, what what, what type of meat would would oh rats. What just happened? You pivoted. <laughs> you're you're still there. Yeah, you're still good. Jordan. Oh, he died. So, anyway, what well, I think he's gonna ask what meat you'd eat for the rest of your every day for the rest of your life. I don't know. It's a tough question because um, I like variety. There's a lot you could do with a really good like pork shoulder roast. You could you can take the roast, but you can cut it in steaks. If like I have my Berkshire, that is really well marbled, so you could eat that as like it's almost like a ribeye steak. 
you get it good tender or you can do it low and slow and get some nice pulled pork. I feel like then you could always have some variety with it. So that's probably, probably what it would be. And just so everybody knows, Jordan's phone has died and that is why he has left us. <laughs> and he almost made it to the end. So the last question, uh, a memory or a funny story of uh, one of your grandmas. Uh, I had really great, great grandmas growing up. Um, actually, they're both still alive. It's it's great having them. Probably one of my, the one memory that will always stick out with me is my grandma Mullet. She, uh, one time, uh, they had like this porch outside their, their living room. It's probably 10 feet in the air. It's about one story. And you could climb up on the, uh, the bricks. And if you were really good, like you could climb up and you could just get to the top. We were probably about, uh, me and Corey were probably just starting and my cousin Josh was just at the top and out walks grandma. We were not supposed to be climbing this wall. And uh, <laughs> I just remember me and Corey were out of there like instantaneously at the other side of the house and Josh, I think she grabbed his ear and uh, that was that. But you know, I've never seen the, any of my grandmas that mad, but she was, she was pretty mad. So that's probably one of the, the memories that will always stick out with me. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, unless you have anything else you'd like to share about grilling or smoking. No, that's it. All right. Well, hey, thanks. Yep. Peace out. See ya.